Welcome to our latest podcast from PK Triathlon. We've entitled this one, I'll Be Back. And it's all about how to return to training uh, or to full training in the most optimal way. Once again, I'm with Kate Charlton from Yacht and um, she's a chartered physiotherapist as well as strength and conditioning coach. And I am Paul Jones, who is a triathlon coach. Hi, Kate. Hi. How you doing? So what's the podcast about, Kate? Well, to give a little bit more detail on your br- uh, brilliant introduction there. So it's about how you retain, uh, return rather to full training so that you can perform to your best on your big day. So your big event or your big race. And I guess we're going to talk about, or at least we hope we're going to talk about, that how your return is um, about progressively building up your training to a level that you're able to maintain. We really wanted to focus on returning to training and how we build that up progressively without just sort of coming in and charging in and doing like a massive weekend or playing catch up. It's about doing it in a way that enables you to sustain your training, be consistent with your training, be balanced with your training. It's really important that just particularly coming out of this time at the moment that we don't come out and, and just absolutely get in there and smash it and do a crazy weekend because that would just be not good for anyone you like to end up tired sick um possibly even injured so what we're going to talk about is putting a philosophy or talk about my philosophy and also um how we're going to put that plan into place yeah and i guess i'd like to add from a physio therapy perspective that you know those that build back from injury gradually who are patient and don't miss the steps in their rehab um as well as building up their strength movement patterns mobility progressively so that they they return to full sport or full training at the appropriate time tend not to really have recurrent injuries um particularly those relating to kind of the repetitive injury states like sore knees or hips or and of course we're not talking about trauma here so um, unfortunately if you fall off a log and hurt your ankle um, other than improving your balance and proprioception, and um, there's not a lot I can do about that really. But you know, a lot of people um, who who go through this progressive approach will find that they actually um, come back stronger than they were in the first place. Yeah, and and I think it's also important to note that we're in the current situation with with um, coronavirus or COVID nineteen, and but this also applies that if you've been sick, if you've been laid off due to injury or um maybe some work family commitments or you know the philosophy applies to everything the aim today is to give you some basics on why we're going to build you up slowly and progressively oh sounds good so i thought what one brilliant place to start would be my coaching philosophy which has always been consistent sustainable balanced training programs um with the right recovery to hold all the training together so consistent for me has always meant things like being able to train consistently over a period of time and that doesn't mean necessarily weeks and months it means years and and it's about consistently training so that you increase not not increase but just be able to go out and train the next day so if you if you've got a plan that has a really hard session on a a tuesday then the following day might be a different body part so if you've been in the pool and done a really hard session then maybe you have a, a leg session or a cycling session the next day but it's being able to follow the program and be able to train in such a way that you can then go out and train the next day and the next day and the next day and build consistently up it's no good doing a week 
and then doing nothing for three weeks. You find that a lot, don't you, with people who are managing families and, and work, they're not full-time athletes, so they've, they've got a lot to fit into the space available to train. So you do tend to see quite a lot of um, new triathletes and intermediate triathletes um, who do it, smash it out or are able to smash it out for a good few months and then it all falls apart because actually they're over they're over egging it you know they're putting in too many sessions per week and that consistency drops off as soon as one of those plates that has been spinning falls onto the ground those plates can be made up of many different things so we're talking about those spinning the plates and then trying to keep um, everything spinning in the air and, and it's not just your training so those plates include things like your family life and this is where balance comes into it for me not just the spinning of the plates which is all about balance but it's also about fitting in with your work life with your your job and the stress that accumulates through work it's family life making sure you've got time with your family and your kids and your wife or your, your partner or your husband making sure there's time aside for them whether it's as simple as walking the dog every day all of that adds up and if you if you accumulate too many plates you can't keep them all spinning and something eventually breaks the other thing we have to do is keep it sustainable that you are able to go and train day on day on day on day on rather than doing a week and then being absolutely knackered and not doing anything for five or six days and then doing another week it doesn't work like that it's it's, it's not a great way to train not not sensible the balance bit is everything it's fitting that all in and then the recovery which is really really important in terms of training is making sure you allow time to recover <laughs> and it's amazing how many people think recovery is about going and digging holes in the garden because it's not triathlon <laughs> Um, or doing some DIY. No, recovery is actually sitting down and doing nothing and actually allowing the body to, to go through its adaptation phases. Let me just step yeah. in there. It's, it's really interesting. Uh, from a physio uh, standpoint, again, the number of repetitive injuries you see because somebody's had a weekend off training or a couple of weekends off training and they've been painting the ceiling in the bedroom or, like say, digging a hole because they've been putting plants in. Yeah, and they've spent eight hours doing it, you know, and, and actually their week training load is only eight hours. And they don't typically do as a triathlete overhead activities either. You've got to think about the context, haven't you? Yeah, and you've got, you've got to giggle when you see some of the recovery activities that are going on out there. I mean, yeah, that's fine to go and do a, an easy stretching session or a yoga or a Pilates, something very, very gentle or something like that but you actually see people saying right, I'm going to go out for an easy recovery jog on, a, on their rest day and what they'll actually go and do is do an interval session uh, yeah. and then wonder why they're tired two days later and I guess that brings you on to the final part of, of a training coming back uh, from a break is, is progressive training so it gradually comes back to a level where you can sustain the amount of training that you want to do it's not just so if you've been off for uh, even a couple of weeks, I was told when I was a kid and I used to swim uh, competitively, uh, basic rule of thumb is if you're off for a week or even two weeks, it's going to take you twice as long to come back. And then it changes after that. But So don't expect to come back and be able to, at the same level that you were at. It's going to take you a little while. If you're off for a week, it's going to take you two weeks to get back to that level. So you have to be patient and you have to gradually increase it. Otherwise, you're just going to be sick injured stressed tired yeah it won't be a decent training program if you're straight back into it you have to reduce something the intensity the load the volume um you can't just come back at the level you were at the important thing to remember is that 
that's perfectly normal as well. You know, taking a little bit of time to, to come back, which it's probably, if you, if you really treat yourself, probably realistic, but as much as you want it to be quicker, um, it is probably not that long. But everybody's in the same boat. You know, give or take a week or so, it, it still takes that, that length of time for everybody to feel back on it. And it's normal as well. When you come back, your first run session or your first couple of run sessions, for example, or your swim session, it doesn't matter what the discipline, to be honest, you'll come back and you'll think, I feel awful. I've lost so much fitness. You haven't. You just haven't been able to do your normal muscular routines and therefore it just feels slightly disjointed. You just have to give yourself a little bit of time to allow the body to, to get back to feeling like it should be training again. Um, and that does take time. So shall we move on to the, the, the steps that we came out with or that we put together on how to put together a, a reasonable plan? Yeah, can I just add one thing though about, about that, that those first couple of sessions coming back um, that feel horrible? If you also go into it thinking that those sessions are going to feel horrible, they probably will. If you just go into it thinking, oh, I'm just going to enjoy this, then you probably will. I like it. You probably will. Great <laughs> <laughs> right answer. Yeah. All right. So when, we, when we're coming back and we're starting our training plans and we're putting together an idea, we're just going to give you a very sort of loose, high-level view of everything, remembering this is aimed at sort of the beginner to the intermediate athlete and just giving you some basic ideas. The first thing is identifying what you're trying to achieve. So what are you trying to achieve? What's the plan for? What are you trying to, are you trying to get fit? Are you trying to finish a sprint distance triathlon? Are you trying to do an Ironman in four or five months time? Um, so that would be your goal. Yeah. And that, well, that, that, that identifies the goal, doesn't it? And that, or the main goal. And there's, there can be other steps and other goals along the way. It could be, you want to swim a little bit quicker and therefore you've got X as your swimming time and you're going to try and get a little bit faster by two months down the line. Um, it might be you want to run your 5K a little bit quicker as well. So you, you, you've set yourself little goals and little targets along the way. Um, but you have to identify to do that. You have to know where you are now. Starting point. And I guess you've got to be super realistic with that. So not dreaming about where you were before your layoff, but where you are today day one or day zero of that new plan yes yeah, it's, it's, it really is no good thinking 10 years ago i was able to run 5k at this that's what i'm going to try and target probably not a good place to start Let, let's keep it with the here and now and yeah like kate said so where where do you need to be and by when so how long have you got what are we trying to achieve in a certain time scale and again these goals have to be smart they have to be realistic and they have to be i think you have to be honest to yourself as much as anything else uh, and if you're working with a coach, your coach has to be honest with you as well. If, you, if you're swimming eight minutes and you're trying to do a five minute 400 in three months, it's not going to happen. Okay, let's, let's be realistic um, with what we're trying to achieve. So I guess once, you, once you've gone from, I know what my overall goal is, I know where I am now, and I know where I want to be, then you've got to work out how to get there. So that's our step four. So what are the it things sort of comes that we going to get, there? get from A to B? And if you don't know, then actually asking for help, this is the time to do it. Don't try and do it. Don't try and wing it by yourself for the first couple of months. 
especially if you're in a truncated timetable where, you know, four or five months down the line, we're doing Ironman and then ask for help because it's too late. You're better off asking early and getting some advice and getting some help in how to plan for your event early on. That help can come from a number of different sources. Obviously, I, I would certainly always advocate a, a coach, but um, it can be from an experienced friend, but you have to realize whatever the friend's done worked for the friend. It didn't necessarily work for, the, for yourself. So that, that's why I would always lean you towards a professional coach who can identify your goals, your targets, your areas of weakness, um, and things for you to work on. It, it might also be you need some help in terms of technique or some strength. It might be you're coming back from an injury as, and, you know, and, and therefore you actually need to get professional help from a different point of view. Yeah, let me just jump in there, I think, because you know, I see a lot of people who we've got in this country, we've got the Great North Run up here, and it's a half marathon. And um, you, it's, the, there's a lot of people do it for charity. So they start off, everybody comes out in April, ready for the half marathon in September. And typically, I get lots of phone calls and lots of bookings about middle of August, maybe the end of August, with hips, knees, problems, who are all desperate in the next fortnight to be ready to run 13.1 miles. And when you ask them when they first started with this niggle, yeah, usually about six weeks into when they started their training. There's not a lot you can do other than putting a smile on your face and maybe a bit of taping in the last three, three to, or two to four weeks. We want to, from a physio perspective, go and get some advice and uh, follow that advice and get that advice early. And then I think our step six was very much um, about reassessing your goals and being and going through the above steps again. So, yeah, if you, if you are training for that Ironman, checking in every sort of six to eight weeks, um, making sure that you, you, you're getting enough done to, to, to achieve the goal that you've set yourself. Um, and again, the, the biggest piece of advice that Kate and I both can give you is, is ask early. Don't, don't be shy to ask. And then it's about creating a plan, really, isn't it? It's how do we get there? So actually taking all that self-reflection or the coach athlete input and putting some bits on paper and laying it out into an actual plan over however long you've got. And the plan's got to include everything. It's got to be, it can't just be a plan for cycling and then a, another plan for running and another plan for swimming. It's, you're not training for swimming, cycling and running. You're training for triathlon and it's one sport. Those three main disciplines need to be reinforced and uh, what's the word i'm looking for uh, sorry supplemented complemented that's the one um so reinforced and complemented with things like strength and conditioning making sure you got that recovery in there that rest and downtime in there don't forget nutrition or liz from last last podcast will give us a right good telling off <laughs> Yes, that's, that's very true. Don't forget your nutrition. That sounded um, good Yorkshire though, didn't it, really? A right good telling off. You sound very Yorkshire then. Do you want to do that again? No, I like it. Yeah, and then, and then it's things like we've already talked about, isn't it? Don't go too hard too soon. Don't change your plan because somebody else, your club mate said, oh, you need to be doing this much by then and this much by now. That, that's their plan, not your plan. You've made a plan, so make sure you sort of stick to it. Uh, you're not playing catch-up, so don't try and beast yourself at the beginning you, you've got to build it up slowly otherwise your body just won't be able to sustain it 
Yeah, I think I think for me, it's like you've got a new plan. You've re-engineered that plan. So the initial plan that you had that got stopped, delete it, put it in an archive folder. Don't look at it. Don't look to see what you should have been doing at week 12. You need to be on what are you doing at week one or week two or whatever. I guess remembering that this is not your original plan. This is this is a plan to come back from whatever we've not been able to train for. Obviously, you've got to review your plan. Keep looking at it. Are you going to achieve your goals? Have you done enough training? Have you done any rides on the road? You've got an Ironman in 10 weeks' time. Have you done any... Don't have you done anything over two hours on the bike? What's your longest run to date? You know, things you like that. practice your nutrition? I'm just throwing ideas in for you, Paul. <laughs> Kate's actually put on our sort of notes here that we need to be accountable or who, who's going to hold you accountable. Strong athletes can keep themselves accountable a lot of the time, but they always need somebody else to just reinforce that. Who's going to help you? Is it going to be a coach? Is it going to be your wife that says, have you done your training today and got her to buy into this program that you're going to do? Is it your, your mate that you're training with and you're doing all your long rides with? It could be, could be anyone. It needs to be someone that really is going to make you stick to, to your plan and help you drive to your goals. I guess the main job, and I think we've said it in an earlier podcast of that person, whoever it may be, um, and this is why it's usually a third party, regardless of how experienced you are, is to you know, identify the person who's going to tell you to focus on what the things that you need to do rather than to allow you to focus on what you want to do. That would be the key thing. I mean, we've already mentioned last week's podcast. It, uh, what was it called? It's bad, but I like it. We've had some really positive feedback about that. Uh, nutrition can be a bit of a hot topic, but if you do want some advice, um, I, I'm happy to offer race day advice uh, in terms of triathlon and, and um, racing. Uh, but I'm, I would lean you towards someone like Liz who really is a bit more of an expert at it than me. But just on last week's podcast, we actually had some, uh, some good feedback. Uh, considering nutrition can be a really hot topic, it was, it, was, it was quite enlightening for me to hear Liz and her thoughts, especially as she managed to keep it quite at a general level towards the beginner and the, the intermediate athlete. We had one piece of feedback on social media. Was, it was a really great listen, but don't listen on an empty stomach. It made me feel really hungry thinking about food. And <laughs> Brilliant. If you want to drop us a message about our podcast, then we're on social media. We're at PK Triathlon. You can use the hashtag PK Triathlon. We'll pick that up. But if there's also a topic you'd like Kate and I to talk about or bring up, then you can email me at Paul at PK Triathlon. Did you have anything else you wanted to add today, Kate? Yeah, I, just, I was just going to recap everybody on our um, the first podcast that we did. Um, was about uh, planning and goal setting. So if, you, if you've missed that one, because um, we talked a lot about that today, you might want to delve into that a little bit more. And then um, just to reiterate, last week was about nutrition with Liz johnson Trey, who is our nutrition sports nutrition um, partner. And uh, you'll find lots of interesting tidbits, plus a fabulous website that she recommends. It's got lovely recipes on it. Swim, bake, run. Roommate, run. That's it. Well done. I pause there to see if you remembered. <laughs> All righty. Well, we'll leave it there for today and uh, we'll catch up with you soon.